0: I had to co- fucking cover up a giant shanker in the court in the f- center of my forehead. That's why I walked away. had to grab my phone and I had to cover up this colossal f- whatever the fuck this is. It's All right, f- your face. There was a big hole in my face right here right around this region that I had to put some stage makeup on. Oh. you know how they do it in the industry, how we do it in the industry. This is the Jacket Off Podcast, episode 61. I remember that because we've actually been recording episodes unlike uh, before, where I had to look it up every time. I'm your host, Pimple McBlister Blemish. (laughs) The sweaty asshole that's in front of you right now.
1: You still haven't put in a window fan in that fucking room?
0: No, it's in here. I just didn't want to have it on while I'm recording because this thing is so fucking loud. I went the other day to Walmart, which, it, first of all, is a fucking terrible idea. I don't know what possessed me, too. I think it was mainly because I later found out that if you wanted a cheap, energy-efficient air conditioner, uh, Walmart has as many of those... ...as they do uh, fucking people with no teeth. Um, a lot? A lot.
1: <laughs>
0: I looked online. Yeah, I was getting fucking tired of it in here. The last two days uh, when I was working from home, Thursday, Friday, were like the hottest days last week. And I, I was baking fucking in here. I had a fan that was supposed to be in the window... With this door open over here into the area that did have an air conditioner, I had a kitchen chair with the window fan on it pointed inwards to try to pull the cold air in here, which is basically like blowing on someone like to try to just to try to cool them off. And so Friday rolled around and I was like, I am that I am living this life anymore. So uh, yeah i'm yeah Walmart. i'm good now over it <laughs> over it mm. <laughs> so i was like all right i'm gonna look up online and see if there's any deals on air conditioners because it's memorial day weekend i'm sure there are so i like went on the lowe's website and i was like none of these are really a deal it's like i'm not gonna fucking spend 250 dollars on an air conditioner to like that's gonna go into a room so i went on walmart's website and they had one for like 140 i was like that's the price right there
1: you, so you might say the the price is
0: wrong, Bobby.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: Right. <laughs> I'd right. be a lot cooler if it was. Throwback to last episode. Uh I brought that bitch home. Turns out modern air conditioners they have a lot more things to put them in a window. Like This shitty-ass one that I have in the living room, literally my procedure for putting that air conditioner in is three steps. Step one, get the air conditioner. Bring it upstairs. Step two, put the air conditioner in the window. Step three, turn it on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, there's some intermediate steps in there where I yell... And, and that's,
1: yeah,
0: that's really just close
1: the windowsill on your arm. As you're holding it from the back, you kind of slide your arm, pray, pray that you got enough room for it to catch and slam that bitch down. And then you wonder why you got bugs in your house the whole summer.
0: Hey, at the very least, the bug problem that I had when the window fan was in here is now a thing of the past because The way you install this particular air conditioner is a lot more involved. It's got like a it's got like a brace at the top of it and like the the brace. There's there's literally like a it's like a big piece of steel with a piece of foam on it that you screw into the top of the air conditioner so that when it leans out, it like In essence it actually makes life easier I just I assume
1: assume they made it (laughs) they couldn't make it harder
0: the advancements in air conditioner technology I guess are not lost on me now (laughs) I wasn't really particularly aware of of how many things you could do to like not let bugs in your house or not have to use duct tape and cardboard to seal the side of the (laughs) air conditioner (laughs) and also the fact that significant jumps in air conditioner technology have also allowed for the fact that this air conditioner costing $140 and being an actually physically smaller air conditioner than the one I have in the living room cools this room more efficiently and with less dust and bullshit than the one in the living room. So now when I got home, I was like, I should have just bought two air conditioners. Probably got a because... temperature
1: control on it too so that it doesn't stay on the whole day. It like well, here's the thing.
0: Off. You would think that, but it doesn't because what I did was I bought the one that's like, you know how you know how now if you tried to buy a car with hand crank windows and manual seats, you'd have a real hard time yeah
1: you gotta order i managed to special. find
0: that car in air conditioner form.
1: is it just the knobs just yeah the all, knobs it's literally easily. two
0: knobs make it to cool make it to fan fan go big fan go small make it a more cool that's it i got one of those air conditioners yeah hey yeah. it's the cheap one like i said when i walked into walmart all it was literally like a black friday tv sale they had them all up front on one big ass 20 foot fucking just oh, 100 air conditioners. They know. Huh? They know.
1: They know. They, they know. That's probably like their one big sale of air conditioners all year because anytime, like, if, like, say your air conditioner broke and you go in midsummer, there's like never any in there.
0: If there are, it's either those like giant portable air conditioners with the fucking hose you got to put out the window, or They're it's 10, a 9,000 BTU fucking Binford 4,800 that's like $500. You don't even have a window this air conditioner can fit. I don't. And I so don't we, have a single window in the a, house.
1: A fucking hotel room that you're supposed to cut a hole out of the <laughs> the, the, the wall at.
0: We can sell you this. $3,000 central air unit that somebody's got to schedule a time to come out and put in if you want. I'm good, man. I rent. I don't fucking... I just, I'll put in a window fan, I guess, and spray my... I'll miss myself like I'm the fucking Disney World. Throughout the night, just wake up in a fucking hot sweat. Spray myself <laughs> with a Mickey Mouse fan.
1: Wear it around your neck all day.
0: Dude, don't joke. One of my coworkers came in with one of those fucking wrap around the neck like fan things where it looks like, you know, the um, uh, the headphones that wrap around your neck that are like a collar thing. It's like that, but it just has like two vents on the front of it that just blow up into your face. Dude, I was like, what kind of broke ass fucking Chinatown bullshit is that? And he's like, fucking put it on, man i was like whatever and i put it on and i was like oh <laughs> something about your neck like like it if you cool off just like this this area around your neck into your ears like it fucking cools everything for some reason it's the same reason why like if you pull like, a wet towel around your neck god damn i used to have that chamois thing in a tube it was yeah, like, I, I got it i remember that yeah dude i used to freeze that bitch every day and in the morning i like if i was like making like a nice coffee in the morning in the kitchen i'd take that thing out of the freezer i would run it under the faucet and so now it's like soaked in like ice fucking cold water and just right around my neck oh my god it wake your ass right up I had too many aha's today. (laughs) 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 Fucking raring to go. Yesterday I was not. No. I was not raring to go yesterday. My God. I woke my ass up at six o'clock in the morning and drove a van down to Long Island. We cleared out for you. Three hours? Yeah. I I I would say no matter what way you do it, which incidentally, if you didn't follow a GPS and you've been down there like a, a multitude of times, there's about ten ways to get there. Oh yeah, it's odd because anywhere else you go, like the the times that you and I have gone to Philadelphia, there's probably only two ways really to get to Philadelphia. Like, there's two kind of main arteries that go yeah. down there, and, and and otherwise you're just wasting your time. But, like, with New York, you could start from here or from you, and you could go about ten different ways. Just – you could only probably go two ways coming from here after a certain point, but there's a point at which when you get to the end of the fr- – like, if you're taking the freeway, there's a certain point where you could pick – five, six ways to go just based on parkways alone. You could be like, I'm going to take the fucking, uh, the LI Parkway. I'm going to take the goddamn, um, I'm going to take the, uh, what well, I don't, can't remember the scenic one. There's the Grand Central Parkway, all of these fucking play- ways you can go. And I've probably gone a different way every time. Like, I don't think I've ever gone like the same way twice, but the ride down there, no matter I mean and this is the other thing no matter what fucking ride you take down there, they're all shit
1: yeah,
0: yeah sure. uh, at least one part of it is like like if you could do like a fucking uh a scenic one great cool you know you go on like a nice little drive through there but See then eventually the sure you're gonna you're gonna hit a wall at some point where it's like is this a road that I'm driving on right now? Or is it, I mean, it feels like a cobblestone fucking sidewalk that I'm driving on right now, but I'm pretty sure it's a road. When, like, you're just, like, "Ah, ah, 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 ah," for 20 miles just trying to get in there. Anywhere you go. um, Phew. And it's weird, because it's, like, a combo of, like, old-ass, like, brick bridges, like, above you, and then below you, it's just, like... Big fucking like oh, goddamn like You've yep. taken that one. Yeah.
1: Yep. When you go it?
0: under those, did we went that way when
1: uh, we went to the the Devil's Game in Yankee Stadium.
0: Yes, we did. At least part. At least part yep. way we did. We yep. went through that part. Uh, there, <laughs> when you go under those bridges, those parts are the worst because they're hardest to work on. Like mm-hmm. right under yep. that short ass bridge, what the hell is going to be able to fit in there? if you're trying to like patch the road up so like all it is is just a fucking uh, a damn scrap quilt of poured in cement and tar and shit that's like rolled out unevenly and whatever is just one big spackle project of a fucking road uh but anyway we made it and actually, in good time, I couldn't believe it. I, well, I can believe it because of what's happening right now. That's basically the yeah. only reason why we were able to get down there at all. In, like, a reasonable amount of time without any traffic jams. Um, and uh, it's a it's weird. It's, I hadn't been down there yet. Oh, here's another thing about... I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm in trouble. I, I don't really know how they're going to enforce this. But... One of the missions that we had for this journey, okay? (laughs) I'm in trouble. I'll I'll, I'll explain. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in trouble.
1: You're going to get in
0: trouble. I kind of felt that way when this happened. When Okay, so the one thing I didn't think about during this whole thing is what do they do about tolls? Yeah, and I was like, because I hadn't had to go through a toll booth.
1: Yeah, it's all weird now. You gotta like, you get on, and then when you get off, you tell the person when you got on at.
0: Now, here's where I'll be in trouble. When we went there, we were in a rental van, had an Easy Pass, but one of the main missions of this whole thing was to drive back a honda crv that was just fucking sitting there at this apartment
1: okay
0: so i was like okay i'm gonna have to fucking drive this thing back it's been sitting for months we had to have a triple a guy come and jump it oh needless so needless to say i was a little nervous i was (laughs) like okay this thing hasn't even fucking moved from this spot in like two months drive it (laughs) <laughs> i gotta drive it out hour, of New York. a
1: three hour drive
0: <clears throat> just to fast forward on that particular point this fucking car is a trooper dude holy shit perfect ride nothing wrong oh, with it. You
1: say it was a civic
0: it was a crv honda crv oh. which is under the same umbrella like this that you beat the fuck out of these cars and they're just like yeah what are we doing next like doesn't matter
1: Probably could have left it there for a full year. And Dude, I couldn't. It. Yep, it's it good to go.
0: She got a full tank. Take her to California. <laughs> uh, so drove that home, no problem. But here, but there was problem.
1: <laughs> As I said earlier, I'm, I'm in have trouble.
0: I'm <laughs> in trouble because I don't have an easy pass and I have no cash. So I get on the road. Mm -hmm. and i see the first toll where you just like people were going through it i was watching everybody else i mean obviously other than easy pass everybody else was just fucking blowing through this thing and i got a quick glimpse of the sign that was on the first toll window of you know emergency toll procedure you know just blow through here and then just tell them where you went and I was like, "What the fuck? How
1: am I supposed to do I guess, this?" I, I, now that I, th- I haven't thought about like the bridge tolls and everything too, right?
0: That's where I was somewhat confused because before this, it was just bill tolls, right? Where they where you just go through the sensor and they take a picture and they just mail it to you. I've done that right. a thousand times. So I was just, I was like, "Are they going to take a picture of it and then they're just going to know like what the fuck I'm doing?" Like. I have no clue what this system is for... I know what it is for the cameras. I don't know what it is for the actual, like, throughway tolls, because I haven't been on it. So I I blow through there just like everybody else, and I start driving. And then, you know, before you know it, I'm, you know, two and a half, three hours in, and I'm like, wait a minute, I got to get off a fucking toll in, like, five minutes, and I have no money. So... I'm not kidding you, I I came up to it, I saw a black Honda next to me, go through it, and kind of just slow down. He wasn't in an easy pass lane.
1: Well, I mean, every lane's an easy pass lane.
0: Well, so, <laughs> I didn't, I mean, I couldn't see, like, the light panel. Mm-hmm. Like, where, you know, the the red, yellow, green, like, I couldn't see it from his angle. I see him kind of slow down, easy pass style, but kind of fast. So it looked to me like he just blew through the fucking thing. I, I roll up California stop in front of a toll booth operator that I was not expected to be there, and I just fucking blew through it. I looked at her, I fucking literally went, I pulled up with my car, panicked, looked at her, and fucking blew the blew the place. I don't know what's going to happen, it ain't my car. I feel like all it's, they're really going to do is, I don't they're think just going to take the license plate and charge you.
1: Yeah, I don't think you pay with cash, do you? I thought you just well... tell them and they write it down and then they bill you later.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, the uh, I don't know. That's the thing is I don't that think I
1: any money exchange,
0: they can't really. They're 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 that's the thing, probably, yeah. is that the reason why this that's isn't why going the way away they're
1: giving the tickets. Yeah, giving the tickets out. So they shouldn't if they're not going to give the tickets out, then they shouldn't be able yeah. to like, take the money in,
0: right? So, at the very so, really, what's going on is. I blew a toll booth without telling them where I came from, and ultimately, all that means is that they're just going to charge for the full amount from the beginning to end. But uh, that's what it is, anyway. I, so it really doesn't matter. I went from beginning to end.
1: I hope they uh, send a picture of your dumb face blowing the toll booth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just looking I like know. a fucking <laughs> I don't. I'm new. I don't know what I want to do. But like I, I was just—I I didn't even tell anybody that I did that. <laughs> just like I fucking blocked it it's out. Like your I was gonna. Plate number. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was the last thing on my mind. I had had such a long day. I was like, I'm fucking done with this. Like, I—I'm driving the car. I'll whatever. I don't even fucking care.
1: I pay my taxes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> suddenly I became a libertarian somehow
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, just like, I pay my taxes also, Claire, you, just, you, you need one bad day and all of a sudden you're a libertarian <laughs> driving down the throughway. god
0: damn it I want a small government <laughs> Uh, so I get uh, le- yesterday was the the time where i felt like the times where we came home from like concerts it's a very distinct uh physical feeling that you have when you when you go in one day like the the times where we've been like uh let's just fucking do this thing where like, we uh, like wake up at the co- oh dude yes the feeling that I'm citing kind of is the move of wake up at the crack ass of Dawn drive for a fucking eternity and then do the thing that you're going to do, which is physically strenuous in and of itself, and then get right back into the car and drive all the way home. And when you get home, it feels like you've drained not only your physical fucking life force out of your body but you're met everything you just want to melt into a puddle on the floor That's how i felt last night was like every step was like how am i gonna do this then the next step was like i can't believe i just did that
1: i got it I got how am it.
0: i gonna do this i got it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do I'm it gonna do it here we I'm go gonna keep doing it oh it was horrific I feel bad that I couldn't do crossplay yesterday. I literally had this delusional thought in my head that was like, uh, I'm going to, okay, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to get home. I mean, we got home actually at a pretty reasonable time. It was probably like eight eight thirty, and then yeah, we I texted ate you. Like
1: and you, and you texted me I was back around. And I'm like, yeah, well, around. I'm like, but I'm not. I'm not going to even talk to him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> even if, if if he's in New York or if he's at home, he I, really doesn't exist.
1: Yeah, I knew you. I knew you were at home just how fast you texted me back. I'm like, obviously he's at home right now because he texted me back <laughs> yeah. in two seconds. But this is the only text I'm sending him.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, I I, I got home and then we like we just ordered takeout because I was just like, oh, oh, oh." and then I ate it. And then, dude, this is how bad it was. This is how tired I was. I had this delusion. I was like, okay, I'm going to get home. I'm going to eat something. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink an aha. And then we're just going to keep rolling. I ate that food.
1: This is when you walk up at 5 a.m., correct?
0: Uh, if y- y- uh, no, I woke up at six, oh, which actually God. wasn't that bad. Um, but at this point we were into the 14 hour mark. Yeah. And I, I got home, I ate the burger, I fucking d- drank an aha. And even Becky was like, why are you drinking that? It's like nine o'clock at night. I'm like, honestly, I don't even think it's going to do anything. I was correct. It did absolutely nothing. It was basically like drinking like a really strong green tea at like 9 o'clock and then just like just fucking passing out. Uh, I was able to go until like 10 30, 11, and then I just fell flat. Uh, first night I actually was able to sleep in my own goddamn bed because every night up until this point, having a window fan in the bedroom ain't doing it. Eventually, Dylan, all it's going to be is this whole house is going to have an air conditioner in every window, every window, every fucking window. Central like, air. Like, dude, there were uh, there was an option to get a central air apartment, but it wasn't immediately available at the time when we rented this apartment. Mm-hmm. They said it was like probably like a month or two out, and I was I was fucking done. Like I was like shh, cut and run, and I was thinking, you know, at the time you're like fucking ten feet feet tall and bulletproof. Eh. I'll put in a couple air conditioners. You know, I, I know stuff about things. It'll
1: be, fine. It. It'll be yeah. fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I you know, I'm not fucking how uh, morbidly obese.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, how, how hot could it really be? There's a couple trees over there. Yeah, You know, it's fine. You know, fast forward two years and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to Walmart and I buy five air conditioners. Energy bills through the fucking roof. But uh, you know that's uh that's the weekend doing. What you got there? You got a little uh you got a little uh smushy face right there. <laughs> Dude, from my angle, like from from me like seeing it right here, it literally looks like he has no eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like the way it's lit. He, he's he's just like <laughs> he's just like a black blob. His head's a black blob. I wish I could get a dog, Dylan. You can. You can sure just get evicted. (laughs) My no
1: no sooner you get a dog, your neighbor will be on your ass. So,
0: oh dude, the um the guy that lives down the street from me that that I actually work with, like the one that was like, hey, you should move in here. He he saw. That people, I think, brought like two cats into their apartment. Like, he, he could let, like, he kind of put the pieces together. He could, like, hear them a little bit every once in a while, or like, and then, like, saw them kind of like making like weird moves when they had to, like, go out to the car and shit like that. He's like, they got, they got fucking cats in there. And they were pissing him off. <laughs> the neighbors were like pissing, pissing my friend off. And he was like, dude, fucking one move. They're fucking out of there, like that. That's that's kind of the thing around here. Is like everybody. I feel like everybody kind of shares the same thing that I do. Like that I had last week, where it was like everybody's fucking looking out their blinds, creasing those blinds, baby. They're all watching you. They just want. They just just fuck up. Just fuck up, dude. Just fuck up. I'm watching. I can see you out there. Just fuck up. <laughs> You gonna get it you gonna gonna get a little you can get a pink Xerox copy slipped under that door if you don't uh if you don't fucking watch it, Buster. Uh but yeah, I wish I could get a dog. I wish I had like a I I'd considered many, many times to just get like small animals. Mm-hmm. Just be like that guy that's got like i I thought about it a couple of times. I was like, what if I just get a fucking snake? What if I just get a fucking or what What if I get a goddamn fucking lizard? I need a big old... I could see you like a gecko. Yeah. I, uh, the one thing that I always wanted when I was a kid was... Um, the two things I wanted really were like a gecko or um, uh, a tree frog. One of those mm. bright green bastards. Yeah. I wanted a fucking tree frog. The geckos are easier to take care of. A tree frog is like next to impossible to take care of with a, a disposable income that's like through the fucking roof. Like... You have to be kind of uh, a little bit of a crazy person in the same way that like most larger iguanas are like my uncle Dan used to have this massive fucking iguana um, that like top to tail had to have been. I mean, it it, it, it was a fucking man. Yeah, it was. This iguana was. Massive, but the the thing was was that it was really cool. Like it was, it had more characteristics than you think a a lizard would have. Like dogs are always like excitable and right. Oh, I'm ready. What do you want to do? Hey, oh hey, and they're like very vibey. And and cats, you know, to a certain extent, are, but they're also dicks. An iguana sits right in the middle where it's like it's always like super stone chill, like just like
1: what's going super, on, dude?
0: Yeah, it's it's all I, and they all for the most part are ready? like that. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yo, if you give me some crickets, dude, you know what I could go for? fucking lettuce, just give me some, give me that lettuce right there, and you just like they're real chill it's because of their blood really most most fucking um uh cold-blooded animals are really like that their body is kind of like dictated by the the temperature of their blood so like when you put them under a heat lamp that's when like they're the most like able to they're just able to relax because they're like yeah get that blood pumping but uh funny story about that iguana um. it First of all, it lived a fucking goddamn long time,
1: and like which is known
0: to happen. Um. N- not, uh. Not as. Uh. I think that a um an iguana will go into the twenties and thirties. A turtle can go hundred. So it's like right into the like, and and it's not every turtle that can get there. It's yeah. like. Some of those, like, loggerhead, a lot of sea turtles get into the hundreds and shit, but, like, a lot, lot of land turtles, I don't think, make it that long. But um, th- this iguana was was around for a really long time, and one of the craziest goddamn things that ever happened with this fucking thing was it got out. Um,
1: of the house? His,
0: yes, oh, okay. straight up. It,
1: I mean, got, got out could mean two things. It could be out, yeah. out of the cage...
0: I mean, that was the other cool thing about this iguana is that, de- like, depending on what what kind of like one you have in the relationship that you have, and sort of how long it's been around, I used to go to his house, and like, I would go into the living room where his like giant terrarium was, and he wasn't in there, and I would be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, he, uh, he's not in the um, the thing he's supposed to be in." And then I would, like, go upstairs to take a piss in the upstairs bathroom. And then you get, like, a double take. Like, you're walking by the bedroom and you're like, oh, shit. And he's just laying on the bed like a fucking Mastiff. Like, just just sitting there. I'm going to hang out. It's like, uh, what? And then you would go back downstairs and then you'd just be sitting on the couch watching TV. And then you would hear... He'd be fucking making his ass down, making his way down the goddamn stairs. So he'd just come down the stairs, walk into the living room, and then his enclosure was like up on like kind of like a platform, like on stilts or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you would just be like, all right. So he would come into the living room, stand in front of his cage, and be like, "You gonna lift me into this thing or what?" And then he just fucking pick him up and put him in the goddamn <laughs> cage. That was it, like that. When he came back down from upstairs and he wanted to go back under his heat lamp. Put him right on his rock. That was his life. Um, Good life. Yeah, but then one day he got a lust for adventure. <laughs> so
1: everyone does.
0: Yeah, he gets some wanderlust. Now the problem is, my uncle lives in Albany, and it's in like a, you know, pretty densely populated area. It was kind of like a not even a suburb. I mean, he's like right in the fucking ass crack of Albany, and the one day that this iguana got out, um, he made it far, like real fucking far. And they were looking for him for two months, two months. And you would think eventually that, you know, all right, we're, we're over with this. It's done. But he got on the news. I I, You can't make this up. Uh, the two, so at the at the two month mark, or right around in there, a guy calls the police and says, "Out back in my lawn, there's a fucking lizard in my tree," <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, um, w- w- uh, w- what?" we'll call animal control and, and we'll come out there. And then animal control comes out and they're like, they were thinking like this had to have been something that like escaped from like a zoo or, uh, I mean, I, I would think that if it was a big enough lizard to be spotted by some guy in his backyard, animal control would have, we're in Albany. We're not in fucking Serengeti. So it's like, what the hell could this possibly be? So they go out there and they wrangle the iguana from the tree. And then they, I guess, reported it to the news because it was so unusual. They were like, basically, you know, the animal control came on the scene and then they told the news, like somebody found out about it. And then the news was like, okay, we'll go out there. And so they interviewed the guy on the news. And basically the the headline was... Big-ass iguana found in tree in Albany, and my uncle saw the news report online. It was like, oh, my God. It's a fucking – it's a miracle.
1: I p- People know that there's pet iguanas, right? Like, I don't know. Well, like, I, I mean, it's very is it so, rare. Is it?
0: I would say as far as pets go, it's – I mean – uh, the re- the reason why probably it would have gotten on the news in the first place, or the- is because of the kind of notoriety that something like this gets, where it's like a, a really really big lizard is in a tree in your backyard. Yeah. And while I understand that there are pet iguanas, most of the time your pet iguana is probably this big. I mean, he's no bigger than a stick of butter, and I mean that's what most of you know. Yeah, th- oh, them he was start just out as
1: unnaturally gigantic.
0: I mean, it wasn't that he was unnaturally as gigantic. He was just old and he got really big. I mean, this is just an old ass iguana and they get big. You know, he was, he was at that, he was at that mode of where he was just started to head into like monitor lizard type of territory. Like he was pretty big Mm -hmm. and bright ass green. Um, So he's noticeable. That's funny. Whereas it's not like somebody's gonna be like, I found a gecko in my tree. What do you yeah. know, the the news crews ain't coming out for the gecko in your fucking tree. The news crews are coming out for this big fucking dinosaur that's up in this thing. That's like, <laughs> like holy shit. Also, what the hell I'm is surprised going on? Your
1: uncle didn't call animal control. <clears throat> and like, hey, well, if someone calls <laughs> you and finds a giant fucking lizard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't know if he did or not. Mine
1: broke my window
0: and ran out. My lizard used its giant muscular tail to smash a giant hole in my French doors and just nope the fuck out. The other thing was, was that the tree that he was in was right next to a major highway. That was the other notable thing of this was like, oh my God. This could have went a completely different fucking way, like no question about it. You think he took uh,
1: the highway? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Head out to the highway. I mean, he was just fucking it.
1: Well, how like did you like look on a map of where your uncle's house was and where the tree was and see what different paths he could have taken to end up at the tree? I,
0: that I don't know. Um, and I actually don't even re- know. I don't remember how far he ended up away okay i knew it was notable like it was it was a very large distance and and that's the other thing that most people don't know about iguanas and honestly turtles for that matter a lot of people like the common thing is like oh turtles are slow they're not slow when they have to be like you spook the fuck out of a turtle that bastard will go
1: also he had two months to get down the street so
0: yeah, I mean, and and he he did make it quite a ways and when you have, you know, the world outside making fucking noises and cacophonies like he's going to have scenarios where he's going to have to book it. Yeah. I mean, if you, you know, if you've seen as many episodes of Planet Earth as I have, I haven't. Holy fuck, those lizards can move fast, dude.
1: Damn.
0: Uh there's an episode of uh this most recent Attenborough one that was on um that was on BBC, the our I think it was called Our Planet. There's a scene in that show that is so hard to fucking watch. It is the craziest shit I have ever seen on a nature documentary. There's only two things that always stick out in my mind from all the ones that I've ever watched. The first one was the giraffes fighting. Bar none everybody should see what happens when a giraffe has to fight another giraffe because there's probably nothing else that really looks like this in... I've never seen it. Dude, so we know, everybody knows, like, what rhinos do, what deers do. It's kind of like a similar idea. They just, like, lock horns and just fucking, like, try to gouge each other with their horns. Okay, so... Those two animals, you know, it kind of looks like it, but if you compare it to like, okay, if you look at the deer or a moose or whatever, they fucking go at each other. Like they got kind of got that running start shit going on yeah. where they're like, and they kind of meet in the middle and they're like, ah! giraffes fucking run up on each other and they swing that neck and they body each other with their heads. But like, okay, so you have two long ass necks,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the one, and they have like those kind of knobby um, horns on top of their head. The one comes down and fucking tries to like punch the side of the neck of the other one, and like, and they and they get get all of this like momentum, and they just pow like right into the side of each other's necks. It's brutal and hilarious at the same time but also brutal whole time I watch it I mean if I'm so confused I'm like I don't know how to feel about what I'm seeing right now and 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 that's the first one and then the second one related to the lizards thing is there was a scene that they did in this most recent our planet dude oh my god it was about this island where it's a bunch of iguanas but they're like a different kind they're kind of more like wild and they're a little smaller Mm -hmm. um I can't remember what kind they are. And there's these fucking snakes, these big fucking gigantic snakes that are like the scene is kind of set on this like big Rocky beachfronts like this gigantic cliffs. And then it's like a whole beach. This whole 15 minute sequence of this thing is essentially watching snakes go as fast as you've ever seen them go. Chasing these fucking lizards. And if this snake gets a hold of this lizard dude, right on its neck, there's dude, there are scenes in baby driver that are less nerve wracking than watching this snake chase this lizard down a cliff across a beach. And like the speed is fucking unreal.
1: You ever see that, and they know uh, how to
0: film that shit.
1: <laughs> you ever see that picture of the... What is it? A python and another big snake. One of them is one of those snakes that strangle, and the other one's yes. uh, a venomous snake. Poisonous? Venomous? Venomous, yeah. Venomous snake, and he's bu- he he's getting strangled, and he bites the one that's strangling, and they're both, like, interweaved in a death... Uh,
0: yeah, I think it was, mess. like... a. Uh, I think it was like a python and an anaconda? Yeah, that sounds right. Or something like that. Some shit. Holy Christ. Dude, that's there's nothing in the universe that is more um centering or or like interesting than and I mean this is such a generalized statement in general but like, you know, when you get stoned <laughs> and you <laughs> and you watch something like there are things that are for some reason or another purpose built to be extremely interesting while you're in that particular state of mind. And like a lot of the time it has to do with the people who made it were stoned out of their mind when they made it. A good example of this is something like, um, black Sabbath. (laughs) You black Sabbath is real good. They're so good. like, universally good when you listen to them though totally 100% in a clear state of mind you always get this sense of like this this is, this is has that somewhat of that vibe of wow these guys had to have been out of their fucking minds when they when they recorded it it's different if you come up with it while you're stoned and you record it sober that's probably like a mastodon I would think to me, a Mastodon is probably, like, the the thought process is probably being super stone while you're thinking of a song like Oblivion. But to get into the studio and play that, stone-ass, cold, sober. I mean, just based on the technical portion of it. But if you're looking at a Black Sabbath where it's like, dude, uh, playing fucking uh, Sweet Leaf, like, listening to Sweet Leaf is, like they're literally playing it at the speed of stoned, like. <laughs> so what's odd is that something like a planet earth is such a earnest, like um, such an earnest attempt at doing a, a documentary that's like meant to be like very um, visually spectacular and kind of show you the, uh, things that you've absolutely never seen before but boy is it unbelievable when you're high just I don't know why it's just fucking crazy I guess it's like um I guess it's the the idea that like you you never see anything like that in real life like so like already modifying your reality and then seeing that in front of you and when watching that is like it's a fucking double whammy. Uh, whew, God damn! God damn! I've been saying that a lot from Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. The uh, what was that episode with the the Avengers? There was an episode of Rick and Morty that was like an Avengers parody, mm. and there was like a little like um, a little fucking uh, alien character who was like the janitor somebody burned somebody real bad and he was like mopping up the floor and then he heard it and he was like god damn <laughs> I just like that line a lot the delivery of it anyway getting high and watching Planet Earth Dylan I miss it you
1: can still I, uh, it. it's right there Brent uh
0: well it isn't right there because uh there's something that's not right there and that would be my supplies uh oh, wow. Fresh out of supply.
1: Fresh out, dude. I just, I just, uh,
0: life is so fucking mundane. And 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 sometimes the solution is to alter your state of consciousness. It's a it's a fact. We know it. We've known it since the beginning of time. That this is good, but you know be even better and that's the answer almost every time I mean at least now at least as far as I'm aware of to get um, your 11 herbs and spices you actually can uh, go to many of the fine facilities in Massachusetts and I guess they are doing uh, your drive through uh, your drive through experience oh there you go I mean, it kind of was like that to begin with anyway. You just fucking get on the website, order it ahead of time. You go there, you stand in line. You get your shit, and you get out. I mean, it couldn't be more utopian, and it, it's really one of the best experiences one could have. Where you, the freedom of it, it I, I, there's really nothing like it.
1: I mean, Little Caesar's Pizza? That hot and ready? Hot and ready, that might be the
0: other one. Like I mean hot...
1: what's finer of a pair?
0: When little Caesars <laughs> came out with hot and ready, it was it's like the same idea. You you're sitting there and you're like it's kind of like the shift from the rotary phone to the cordless phone. Fewer times in our life, Dylan, have we experienced an innovation in laziness like the cordless phone, Little Caesars hot and ready, and drive-through weed pickup.
1: I mean, Little Caesars even stepped their game up a little bit. uh, I don't know if you ever saw it, but they have this thing where, you know how they have their fancier pizzas that you got to wait for? Yes, which is like really kind of the stuff that you want from there. Because if you're getting little Caesars, you might as well step it up and get the deep dish because it's actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, and they make it. Yeah, (laughs) it's like being made.
1: Yeah, but so you can order like stuff like that online, and then you could walk in and there was this thing that looked like a refrigerator, but it had doors. And you put your order number in, and you just opened it up. You grabbed. Oh, good lord! Left.
0: Jesus.
1: Yeah, when they finish your order, they just put it in this little, like, (laughs) fucking refrigerator thing. You walk in and just get it.
0: (laughs) Eventually, what it's going to be is, like, the the world that we're going to face after this, despite it having, you know, so many negatives that we could really think of, I think the ultimate positive that's going to come out of it is the massive amount of, of uh of increase in touchless shit like you look at panera already it's a system by which either by ordering online or even if you felt as emboldened to walk into a store to walk into the storefront you literally walk to a kiosk you press all the buttons you press your fucking pictures of your tomatoes. You press your fucking pictures of your baguette. of your bread and your goddamn baguette and your iced tea. And that shit gets put out onto a counter in a paper bag with your name on the receipt and you walk your ass out of there. Also, having already paid for it because the point of sale is directly on the kiosk you just used. So imagine the world in which we actually put our minds to understanding what it is that we can do besides... Fast food and fucking, you know, self checkout and shit, and we head into every other aspect of life. So, like, you know, you think about the most far fetched thing that you could possibly imagine. Like, what could I? What do I? What do I? Some usually have to do in a day. Do I like? Oh shit! I gotta go to. I gotta go to Best Buy. I gotta get a fucking cable. I mean. You could still go into the Best Buy and get yourself your stupid fucking RCA cable for your dumb speakers. Or you could get that airport experience and you walk to the front of the Best Buy or drive through the side of the Best Buy. And that shit is literally a goddamn robot vending machine filled with AirPods and everything else like in the airport. Everything is going to fucking be like that. I mean, a business isn't going to be interested in losing foot traffic in their stores if the alternative is well fuck i just put in a two fucking stupid vending machines in the front with a little robot arm that'll get you your fucking beats headphones in no time flat swipe your card fucking flash your retina give them a stool sample whatever the fuck you gotta do and you walk out of I here i don't care look I don't care how you verify my identity. I don't want to talk to the greeter in the front of the fucking store. I don't want to get hassled by some fucking neckbeard trying to sell me the latest fucking Galaxy phone. I'm not looking don't for Don't give anything. a shit. I don't need no. help. No. Never. Never in my fucking existence. Dylan knows what he wants. He wants the fucking Steelbook Collector's Edition. He knows where it is. He's going to walk in there. He's going to see the shiny holographic front. He's going to get his collector's big titty figure that comes with it. And he's going to walk out the door.
1: One foot in front of the other.
0: Dude, me and Santa online, Claus. Pickup, online pickup is going to be even great. Like, I remember, like, dude, the days of fucking go. I mean, remember when your parents used to go put things on layaway, Dylan?
1: Yeah.
0: Remember that Kmart ass <laughs> tickle me fucking elmo life we used to live where we just got our fucking VTech cordless phones and we and that christmas we were like mom i really want a tickle me elmo and your mom was like Geez. Rawak, you're 18. You're 18 years old and we just got a cordless phone. What more do you want? I want a Tickle Me Elmo, mom. All my friends have one. And
1: almost hilarious.
0: He's fucking hilarious, mom. Have you seen Sesame Street? Jesus. I Feel like at that time it was so weird because, you know, thinking about it now, you you had this like dude, the movie that would be so weird to watch right now is fucking uh Jingle All the Way. Like, th- think about think about the plot line of of, of, of Jingle All the Way. You have Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you happens. have. Seen... Have you
1: not gone out to the mall during Christmas time?
0: I feel like that has to have been diminished, though. The concepts of these things that
1: uh, I don't know, man. You go to Destiny around Christmas time, and you can't find a parking spot.
0: Well, right. I, I
1: still think that there are the concept of the have to have item, the, the gotta yes. have it item. Well, that's just the concept that's a few and far between to begin with.
0: Yeah, I mean, mean, it's weird.
1: Tickle Me Elmo, Furby. Yeah. Game consoles. Yeah. That's about it. You want a TV, there's 10,000 different TVs you can get. You want...
0: I mean, and I would think that uh, it probably more translates to, like...
1: Also, you don't have kids, so a lot of it translates to toys. I know, was it last year, maybe two years ago, it was, like, Hatchimals?
0: Yeah, and then there was, like, the, uh, then... Oh, dude. The fucking bracelets. The goddamn rubber band shaped rubber the band Shelly, bracelets. You remember them shits? Jelly bands. What yeah, that was promo? that what they were called? Something like that. And I mean, fidget spinners kind of happen, and, and, and it happens. You know, there's there's always been the viral toy, but I feel like the it, it's so antiquated that that movie, like it's 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 like I was telling uh I was telling Becky the other day.
1: Oh yeah, people. I re- Parents don't fight over toys. They fight over uh, two dollar uh, waffle irons on Black Friday,
0: or their Apple and the new Apple Watch. Either way, they'll wait in line for fucking six hours,
1: when you twelve totally hours. Order, pre-order it online and have it to your house the same day.
0: That's the other difference now is that it the the line between like forced uh, what 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 do you call it like forced demand yeah. where it's like, uh, you better buy it because it's gonna sell out. Yeah, fuck you i've played this game a hundred times it's not gonna sell out Uh, that's that's bullshit you've choked fucking production or if you haven't choked production you've choked the fucking uh supply chain that's all you did you got 14 million fucking switches sitting in the goddamn warehouse (laughs) somewhere all you're doing is just pissing them pissing nine or ten of them to every store in America. So they can be like, eh, you gotta wait in line for your Switch. I mean, I didn't have that's that been order. happening since the beginning of time.
1: I pre-ordered my Switch. I got it. the Fucking day it came out. I just just
0: came. In my well, house. so I mean, that's that's the thing. That's what, what I'm saying. That's going away. It's it's di- that 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 particular part of it is disappearing. But still, sometimes people get duped, and I don't know why. It might be like because because of it's like it's like part of the experience. Like oh. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Walmart at midnight to go to get the new Call of Duty. It's like, eh, why? Well, that's gone. That's just, all gone. Yeah, all mean, digital.
1: You just get a digital, and then you have it at midnight, or you if you live on the west coast, you have it at nine p.m.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I think it's just uh, I think it's just weird. It's weird to think back on that time, and then now, you know, everything has. Um, everything has this like expiration date. Everything has this like um air of cynicism to it. Everybody, everybody is like, you know, fuck you. I, I know you got more in your factory and fuck you. This is made out of shitty materials and fuck, like every, everything that ever comes out has this like certain air of that to it. Whereas I remember back when fucking Furby days where it was like, Yay, Furby! <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> like, my mom uh, paid one of her friends to go wait in line to get me a Furby for Christmas. I, st- to this day, still ashamed that a poor woman, Dylan, <laughs> that my mother handed this woman forty dollars to go down. To a Walmart and stand in goddamn line to buy a fur, and there was other people that did that. But Christ, there's people that do it now. There's a guy. There's a guy I saw on fucking uh, YouTube that does it for Supreme. Literally, his entire business.
1: Oh, there you go. That's the other thing. Was the the
0: fake? Yeah, Uh, that's probably one of the most egregious forms of it, really, because Supreme knows and acknowledges what they're doing. And I mean, even to a certain extent, where you know the easy world—that's that's that world. The whole world is that of yeah. But like the that they
1: have to do that, otherwise, the <clears> brand doesn't mean anything. So it's like uh, chicken or the egg. Like you know what I mean? Like you 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 can't be this big, popular brand if you produce at the Walmart level of clothes. You know what I mean? Like yes. So you have to create false, uh, Demand, false, kind false, of. false, no, false, like shortages. So yes, that right. People feel they get that feeling of FOMO that they have to have it. And yes, all you're selling is a white T-shirt with some block letters on it.
0: And what's funny about that, even more specifically behind the ideology of their brand, is that the original artist who created that um, aesthetic, uh, her name is Barbara Krieger. And you can look her up. She's a um, she's a pop artist, very inspired by the Warhols of, of her era. And her whole thing was, the initial graphic was, I shop, therefore I am. That was the original um, it was the same font over the red block and she would put that over the top of like, you know, uh, black and white pictures of like stores or mm. uh, she would put it over like news clippings for like sales and shit that so that yeah, that was I've the seen. top part of think
1: it. I've seen it. So so the irony. <laughs>
0: And the thing is, is that you're, you're stacking up so many things with that, right? It's, it's almost like, um, it's almost like Dadaism or like anti art in a way where people see these, these modern art exhibits, especially like there's a couple modern art exhibits in California that are so up their own ass. But the, but the thing is, is that knowing that you're up your ass in and of itself can become an art form all art really is is just an acknowledgement of something i either acknowledge that this is what it is or i don't and so the the concept of somebody a
1: lot of times the acknowledgement is what makes it like makes you makes you rich
0: (laughs) it's what validates it and 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 the thing is is then that's the other term too is like art is all about validation so you you know you either there's either representational art or there's non-representational art representational art is the classics the renaissance the all of these things that are painting things as they appear or at least insofar as they appear to be real things in life like impressionism is taking an impression of something it doesn't look exactly like it but it looks somewhat like it direct representational is like the classics the people who paint fucking bowls of fruit The Renaissance that are directly related, but then you have non-representational, which is the stuff that look, that's abstract. It looks nothing like it. It's conceptual. And so the idea with Supreme and Barbara Krieger and all of that stuff is like Supreme is again, so up its own ass, but people know that they're fully on board with what is happening and when you're fully on board what does it really matter
1: <laughs> i feel like the people that are behind it know that not the people that buy it
0: and i would say it's probably a 50 50 split i would say probably the better angels of our nature would be to assume that 50 percent of the people who buy supreme kind of know what the deal is with that a little bit and yeah. then i would say the other 50 percent of people are probably like, oh, fuck, Supreme, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. that's about it but the but I I actually really I actually really respect that concept. I, from a business perspective, I mean, whatever. There's a lot worse things going on in fucking American business than you know forced scarcity. Like, the, the idea ultimately Especially is when
1: that when it's a t shirt, because you could go out and buy a t shirt, <laughs> and, and you're not holding anything back from the fucking people from for making f- uh the scarcity on a t-shirt that j- the only only thing that separates it is the logo on it
0: it's it's more that people are given a choice yeah and 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 the choice is really for me you know we've mentioned three things choice acknowledgement and um choice acknowledgement and i can't remember the fuck first thing i said but <laughs> All of these ideas in, like art and design and, and all of this shit, are basically concepts that you could you could swing either way on. You could say, shit, I could do that. That's the thing that I always love is when you like when somebody walks into um like a modern art museum. A good example of it is like Mass Mocha up in Massachusetts. That's like one of the most um modern uh, progressive. Uh, museums around like other than MoMA like that's basically if you want to see modern art there's probably like two or three real good places to see it and you know they're where they really focus on it and one of the things that's at mass mocha is James Turrell and James Turrell is the progenitor of the light art that was later used in the hotline bling video and was later depicted In a majority of Kanye West's um, aesthetic past the life of Pablo, James Terrell is probably Kanye West's favorite artist right now after um, uh, Haruki Murakami. That was the graduation era. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Donald Trump. (laughs) Yo, when you talk about the three greatest artists out there, who do you think of? Murakami, Terrell, Trump—greatest <laughs> artists of our time. Uh, his—I went and saw the Terrell exhibit. That is is referenced. You have to, uh, you have to sign up for a time to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's three of them. They are without a doubt. Uh, probably one of the most fascinating pieces of art that I've ever seen. And he is James Terrell is definitely an example of <laughs> the exact opposite of I could do that never in a hundred million years, given all of the fucking tools that I could ever hope to have at my disposal. Would I be able to come up with what this man has done with his work and like have it be as interactive and experiential as it is it's so visually stimulating that like you feel like you're like your eye- your eyeballs are about to explode uh, one of them is one of them is the most like the craziest shit um reality bending thing I've ever seen and it was the one that's in the hotline bling video but it's like a version of it hmm it wasn't the actual one I saw, but the one I saw is actually a. It's an example of uh, light art and also um, perspective, forced perspective. So basically you step into this room and it's specifically designed by him. He gives all of the dimensions of what it's supposed to be like uh, down to the color of the walls and the shape of the floor. And the shape of the floor, that seems like a weird thing to say, but literally the floor is tilted slightly down so when you walk in there it's like sloped so the the front of the floor goes goes down a little bit not much but it's a little and then the floor is sculpted off of a ledge so essentially if you want to think about it it's basically a um stadium or like lawn seating style incline Mm -hmm. and at the end of it there is no corner that goes up the wall so it goes down you can't see the edge of it it's like an infinity pool you can't see where the edge of the room is and then five feet away across from that which you also can't tell the distance of anything you have no idea how far something is away from you yeah goes a wall straight up and then the lights are programmed To basically give you the perception that either something is really far away and you don't realize it or something is super up close and the lights are so bright that you have kind of like a real like, I don't know what's going on. And then they bring you through a 10 minute sequence where um, it flashes from uh, different colors that will create scintillation. So like... If you ever look at a, if you ever look at a set of colors, one of the colors that gives you like the worst, like eye, have like fucking your eyeballs is um, bright cyan and bright orange. When they, when you put them together in your eye. And so like, if I put like on a screen, especially I put a big ass bright block of fucking blue in a big ass bright block of orange and you smash them together, that line down the center literally makes your eyes hurt. And, like, it gives you, like, that weird, like, wiggly optical illusion type of line. That's how this whole thing is designed. When he flashes these lights, it's meant to give you, like, this weird, like, extrasensory experience. And, you know, you're encouraged to kind of walk around, get real close to a wall, walk around, get real close to a light source, and kind of, like, look backwards. I just could never think... It's almost like art that goes into like the psychological it's really 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 cool um when all of this shit is fucking over with let's go see it because right. that's planned it's profound let's do it we'll go up to mass mocha and we'll see this stuff i think to be honest with you even if you don't like art
1: mm-hmm.
0: or like don't like the atmosphere of a uh of a museum because there's been a lot of museum museums that I've been to that I don't really like the atmosphere of. I think f- that's just as important as, as, as going to see the art is like, how do I feel when I'm here? Like that's just as much a part of it as anything else. And mass mocha is without a doubt, my favorite museum ever. I mean, I've been to the Guggenheim. I've been to the mass, I've been to uh, MoMA. Like I, you know, I mean, been the, kind of the big East coast museums. Fuck if it's not the coolest, most accessible museum out there, and it's not even really, it's not even a museum, it's a compound. When you go out there, it's tens of factory buildings that have just been gutted and have huge sprawling art outside, inside, both inside and outside and fucking interactive shit and not interactive shit. It just has everything, and again, it's completely unpretentious. It doesn't have any pretension to it. It's like going to fucking Fort Ricky goddamn Children's Discovery Zoo. <laughs> like that
1: definitely has no pretension to it.
0: That's what I'm saying. Is that sometimes you go,
1: baby, goat, and <laughs> yeah, That's there it. Is...
0: It's going to Mass Mocha is like the equivalent of I want, like, how do I want, how do you want to see your art today? You want to go to some stuffy fucking white wall joint or do you want to go to Fort Ricky Children's Discovery Zoo and pet a goat? Well, if you want to go to pet a goat, there ain't a better place to do it than Mass Mocha. And they have concerts there, dude. Beck, Beck's fucking played there. Sylvanesso, like, I mean, they have like, and they have a brewery there too. So, I, so really what you could do. Without question, this is a day that you could have is you could go up to Massachusetts. It's in North Adams, Mass. You can go to a dispensary. You can load your shit up with every edible and fucking weed, weed based product in the face of the planet. You go and have a million beers and a beautiful slice of pizza at the fucking cafe. Smoke up hard. Go see James Terrell and have your fucking mind blown. In one afternoon nothing is more appealing than that to me. It's literally the most appealing thing I could think of. Just saying. That's it. Uh, Yeah, it's, and, and. just, I miss it. I miss it, man. I want to go see arts. I don't want to go see fucking online exhibits, Dylan. I want to go see real art in a real place. God damn it. God damn. <laughs> anyway.
1: Anyway. I got to get going actually. So,
0: All right, baby.
1: I got to wrap this up.
0: Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Audio versions of this podcast are available below in the description if you feel like you want to uh, reminisce with me about art and uh, culture. And if you don't, I don't want you to listen then. <laughs> I don't want you around. I don't want you around. Get out. This has been Jacket Off Podcast, episode 61. Bye.